So we're back with a little playoff preview. Back with Mike. We're going to run through week 19 games, wild card weekend. Give you a little Super Bowl MVP action. Maybe most passing yards with some playoff props. We're excited. First weekend of the playoffs. We have a big matchup Friday night. So let's start off with Saturday. We have the Seahawks, who kind of limped into the playoffs. Lost seven of their last eight against the spread going into the wild card weekend. They are plus nine and a half. Traveling to San Francisco, maybe the most dominant defense in the NFL. I'll let you go first. What do you like in this game? Are you going to touch it? Uh, yeah, 100%. I have to throw in a few money line parlays with the Niners in there. I don't think the Seahawks have a chance against the Niners defense, against their offense with Brock Purdy too. 100% any touchdown parlays that you're throwing out there, make sure to to throw George Kittle in there. I love George Kittle in this matchup, and I love George Kittle, period. He's been on fire since Brock Purdy came onto the scene, um, scoring two touchdowns a game uh, with Brock Purdy. Seven touchdowns in the last four games. Exactly. And a couple of them were two touchdowns each. So um, while he's hot, got to take him in there. Minus nine and a half. I'm not mad at either. It's not two touchdowns, two scores, but um, I think that they have the potential to do it. The only thing that scares me about that is Geno Smith toward the end of the game uh, going for his, you know, tapping into his comeback player of the year potential and uh, getting this game closer than it should be when the Niners take their feet off the gas. But at the end of the day, I still like the Niners to cover in this. Uh, right. But either way, if you're going to throw money line in there, just take the Niners 100%. Yeah, I, I have the Niners in a few money line parlays. I kind of like nine and a half. I don't know if I'm going to take it. Um, I do like Kittle. So Kittle, th uh, three out of the past four games, he has two touchdowns. Him, two touchdowns is nine to one, which isn't crazy. One touchdown plus 155. But nine to one, very juicy. Um, I like the Niners to make the to make the fucking Super Bowl. So of course, I do like <laughs> them to beat Seattle. I do think you could take them in money line parlays with confidence. I just don't see it with Geno. He was good early in the year, but I just think against this level of defense, it's gonna just be way too hard of a mountain to climb. The achievement for Seattle is the fact that they made the playoffs. I actually took them to have the least amount of points in the NFL this year because I thought Drew Locke was gonna play quarterback. That didn't happen. Uh, but yeah, San Francisco. Um, Least I think wins, they win wins or points? Least amount of points. Oh, like total points. Like, <laughs> but basically, I was predicting they would have the worst offense in the NFL because they were awful with Russell. And we didn't know Russell Wilson sucked until this year. So it got a little delayed for me. Um, so we'll go to the next game, which I think is probably the most exciting game on the slate, even Absolutely. though it's not two big franchises. But we got the Jaguars at home. Right now, they're all the way up to plus two and a half. The line was one when it first came out. So surprisingly, Mike Williams just announced today fractured his back. He broke his back just like Mike Tyson. I he broke my back. back for the Super Bowl. But an all-time just idiotic move by Staley to leave Mike Williams in that game, an injury-prone guy, and now he's hurt, and you're missing kind of your, your, your deep ball, jump ball target who might be a top five 50-50 guy in this league when it's third and 10 and you just want to chuck it up there. So I am kind of surprised by that. But I still like the Chargers. I still think the Jaguars were mediocre most of the year. They barely beat Josh Dobbs last week of the season. 
And it's I think the Chargers right now are like minus 135. So give me Chargers, Bills money line. We'll get into Bills later, but they're facing Skylar Thompson, which is going to be a joke. So Chargers, Bills, minus 112. Shout out to 112, Peaches and Cream. I think that's the parlay that I'm going to circle as my fav- arguably my favorite one for the weekend. Yeah, the line being only two and a half doesn't really scare me. I like Chargers going into this before the Mike Williams injury, and I still like them. Uh, We kind of had the idea that Mike Williams was most likely not going to play, even though the x-ray came back negative, and apparently it sounded like he was going to be okay. But the fact that Staley played him frustrated me. I was talking to a group chats today about it, and that really fucking pissed me off. It made no sense as to why they did it. There was no reason for him to have his starters out there. It happened. It is what it is. It scares me for the action that we have on the Chargers to not just come out of the AFC, but to win the Super Bowl in a few fun plays. But whatever, neither here nor there. I like the Chargers in this matchup, nonetheless. Um, Jaguars had him uh, earlier in the season. I think they could come back. That's That was... Justin Herbert with the broken ribs. They're in a much better place now. They're on fire. Well, we also um, got hurt. There was a lot of things in that game that I think worked against course. the Chargers. Of so. course. Going on my Kittle plus 155 touchdown um, parlay action or straight up, if you want to have some fun with it, throw Eckler in there. Um, I love Eckler in this matchup. I also love Keenan Allen. Keenan, Keenan Allen when Mike Williams plus is money, quiet man. or not playing. Yeah, plus Keenan money. Allen is the plus money. Yeah, you take him with uh, with George Kittle. It's going to be fun. But nonetheless, I love the Chargers in this matchup. I love them to keep going and uh, to hopefully go into the AFC Championship. But um, we'll see. I like them. I like them in this one. Right, For cool. At the very least, money line. All right, cool. So Chargers, I think we're both on the Chargers. Then first game on Sunday is Miami, right? Miami. Bills, Miami. Um, Bills, Skylar Miami. Thompson. Yep. Just disappointing, man. Tua obviously yeah. can't play. Concussion. I totally get it. It makes a lot of sense. But overall... I still think Buffalo, I told you this before this came out, I like Buffalo to win by like 24 plus, <laughs> maybe minus 23 and a half. I could yeah. see this being just a complete, complete blowout for Buffalo. Uh, Miami just was very dependent on Tua, even though I don't really think Tua was a top five, maybe maybe he was a borderline top 10 guy this year when he was healthy. Um just without him, and then you're adding Skylar Thompson, even with Teddy Bridgewater, even if he gets a negative rap, I think Miami would have had more of a chance. They have the speed of Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle. But for me to think that Skylar Thompson is going to go toe-to-toe with Josh Allen, I just think it's impossible. I know it's a big spread, but I wouldn't want to take Miami if my life depended on it. Like There is no scenario where I'd want to have my hard-earned money on Skylar Thompson and company. So give me Buffalo, win big. I'd probably like Josh Allen to get in this week. I feel like in the playoffs, you see him run a little bit more. Maybe he won't need to, but I think Josh Allen comes out firing, comes out early, and uh, Buffalo just absolutely boat races the Dolphins. Take them first quarter, minus a half, I think it's like minus 160, which isn't too bad. You could parlay it with something else. I think Buffalo is going to come out aggressive, and they're just going to absolutely blow the doors off Miami. Dude, that's so much better than taking them on their straight up money line or their spread. Which oh, is the crazy. minus a th- the minus a thousand didn't feel hey, <laughs> exactly. It's just not going to do anything for your parlays. Um, it's a big spread, but just based off of what we saw last week with Skylar Thompson, who couldn't score against the Jets defense, which is a totally different defense, but still, Micah Hyde is playing. You got your Davies White, like you, you've got the, the defense minus, um, uh, what, what's this, Von Miller, um. I, I'm still Mother not scared. Micah Hyde, right, Micah Hyde is out. I think Micah Hyde's playing. I think Micah Hyde's back? playing. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, oh, never mind. He it looks like okay. He may not yeah. be playing. It's it's still doubtful. Uh, yeah, that's what I figured because I remember that was a pretty big injury, and I didn't think he'd be back. Maybe he'll try to make a run back for the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. But either way, who gives yeah. a fuck? It's Skylar yeah, Thompson. Who gives a fuck? It's Skylar Thompson. It's not Dan Marino. Uh, it's not Tua. It's fucking Skylar Thompson. We have nothing to worry exactly. about. Exactly. I think I think the Bills can treat this as a bye week. Honestly, uh, there's really nothing to be afraid of with Skylar Thompson. They didn't look good last week. Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill got yards, couldn't get into the end zone. Tyree Kill got banged think- up. He got banged up, so and we don't even know what's, what to expect of him with that ankle this Sunday. So I'm not scared. I'm excited for the Bills. Um, of course, with with props, it's it, like I like your pick of Josh Allen, but it's always unfucking predictable with this team. James oh, yeah, Cook they, gets they, in they there. Devin, exactly. Devin Singletary gets in there. D- Stephon Diggs will wake up. McKenzie, Gabe Davis. So just have I like Dawson two- Knox too. I feel like Knox always scores in the playoffs too for some oh, reason. Oh yeah, yeah, like absolutely. Game, I can see them think, going after him, but I, I think it's a, it's that one of those games where pick the plus money guy that you like on your anytime touchdown. Um, even Diggs is minus one hundred five, so really just pick who you like. Buffalo should score three or four touchdowns, so hopefully they get it to one of your guys. If you're gonna yeah, take yeah. a flyer on somebody. Maybe Naeem Hines again, plus 430. Does he have another fucking kick return or punt return? Yeah, that'd him? be something. That'd be something. Dude, how that happy is Naeem Hines? Got the fuck out of Indianapolis in that dumpster fire. Now he's playing <laughs> at the Super Bowl. Everybody's loving it. Yeah. I think he even made a like a like an all uh all pro team, or like maybe it was like really? a PFF all pro team. I was like, dude, was it just because of the two touchdowns? He was only doing <laughs> this for a few weeks. So <laughs> that's so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Either way, like um, with, with, with this game, the only value you're, you're going to find is first half, first quarter. There's no point in taking Miami. You on the teaser. You yeah. You got to take spreads. Yeah. Yeah. You could take the bills straight up. You could take the bills on a teaser. I wouldn't even take Miami on a teaser. Get it. No, I wouldn't. No, no. I'm telling you, stay the yeah. fuck away from Miami. I think Buffalo, wins. <laughs> I like, I like Buffalo to win big. I, I want to take, Beautiful. I think I'm going to take 34, 13, something Beautiful. wild. Let's and go. Then at four, and then at four, and then at four, we have the New York Giants plus three at Minnesota. Minnesota just a historically bad DVOA team to get into the playoffs. I think they were 27th this year. Weird team, won a lot of close games. The thing I don't like, because I do like the Giants, my first instinct is take New York 100%. 92% of the cash is on the Giants. Yeah, Whenever I hear anything knows. that... I, I, I that that disgusts me. That that tells me that tells me that the Vikings are going to win a game by a field goal, which is why I'm going <laughs> to take the Giants plus three and a half. Plus I'm not going to take plus the money line. Half, yeah. I do. I'm still leaning. I think the Giants are going to win. But if you told me Giants go up early, they maintain the game with the running game, but then the Giants offense kind of plateaus because they have limited skill players. Their best receivers, Richie James, and Minnesota goes on a little run with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. They probably have, what, three of the best four skill players in this game, minus Saquon Barkley. So once I look at it like that, I think you're going to need a really good game from Daniel Jones. He better use his legs, and you better slow down Justin Jefferson. Because if they get Justin Jefferson going, I think it could be a dangerous game for the Giants. But I'm with you. I'm going to ignore my gambling instinct, which is when when the public is so heavy on a team. I really want to stay away. But I think after what I've seen from Minnesota this year and how good Dayball was, I'm going to take the Giants with the points, plus three and a half, minus 130. 
maybe parlay them with the Bills so I could cut that juice. Because like I said, I don't see a scenario where Buffalo loses. They could put me or you at quarterback, Buffalo wins this game. (laughs) Give me the Giants plus three and a half, but I am a little bit worried that so many people want to put money on the Giants. How do you feel about the game? Well, this is exactly how I feel about the game. Taking plus three and a half, I don't even look at it as the public is going crazy on one team. I think everyone's going crazy on the fact that Giants with their – head coach and with the way they've won these games, the way they played out this season on top of the public understanding that the Vikings honestly are not a great team. They're really not. They've etched out these wins in the shittiest ways. The point differential is disgusting and all of their games have been absolutely close. The amount of games, I mean, what was it? What, what was the record for if you would have switched the, um, uh, oh, the one score game. Yeah. I think they only lost one, one score game. So I think they would have flipped to like, six and 11 or some crazy shit yeah. it was a crazy it was a crazy disgusting number uh where in this case if minnesota wins i like it to be a close game um by a field goal most likely just like the last game that came down to that 62 yard field goal um i do like the the giants in this one obviously i'm going to take them plus three and a half in parlays but obviously i'm also going to take them uh straight up money line so both of, of my picks would be money line and and to take them on the spread. I don't believe in the Vikings. I don't think that they're a good team. Uh, they have a star, uh, a star wide receiver. Hawkinson, yeah, Hawkinson and Thielen Top obviously add to that. Yeah, Top absolutely, Ob- absolutely. But um, I, I'm just not high on them at all as, as much as I am on the Giants. Uh, that Kenny Galladay touchdown at the end of the last game was so, so fucking hurt. But my my one thing when you say when you say the Vikings aren't that dominant of a team. The Giants only have one game that they won by more than one score this entire season, 9-7-1. and one. So you, I, I that's that. my problem. You can sell me on the Vikings sucking, but you can't tell me the Giants are good. You know, they're an average team. They did what they had to win a very shitty NFC to get into the playoffs. That's why I'm just going to take the points in this scenario. But I'm, I was initially all in on the Giants. The more I look at it, maybe that's a bad thing. When you just look at the two teams, kind of the skill players on both teams, the Giants don't have the offense to just embarrass the Minnesota defense like some other teams do. So I think we need a big game from Saquon once again. And I think minimum 50 yards rushing for Daniel Jones if they're going to win this game. But I hear you. They've, Giants, they've, only been, they've only been embarrassed once this season. And that was by the Eagles, who are a potential Super Bowl playing team. Yeah, big, big loss against the NFL. Yeah, two, two, touch, two touchdown loss against the Seahawks. Two score loss against the Lions. But for the most part, they were competitive in most games. Scrappy team. But same with Minnesota. Aside from I'll, two... I'll scrap the Seahawks loss because of Richie James and the two fumbles. I'll, I'll let that one slide. The yeah, well, one... Then, then, you need to, then you need to scratch your Panthers win because you only won because of fumbles. <laughs> but still, that's what I'm saying. They keep these games close. They keep Like Minnesota. That's why. Plus three exactly. and a half. And we're riding we're tight at half. No brainer. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Half. Without that a doubt. Without tight at half. Circle that shit because that's the best tight at half that we have on the slate. <laughs> So Sunday night, we have no Lamar Jackson, which is honestly so sad just this season. Mr. He can't play in the second half of the year. Him and Kyler Murray just like to do that, which is why I'm scared of the small running quarterback because they tend to be more fragile. So we got Cincinnati. Now it's all the way up to, I think, eight and a half or nine in some books at home against Baltimore. And I don't know. It feels like Baltimore should blow them out. The Ravens' offense has looked disgusting with Tyler Huntley. The thing is, the Ravens' defense Baltimore has looked should blow them out, or Cincinnati should. I mean, blow them out. sorry, Cincinnati should blow them out. I think with Tyler Huntley at quarterback, he just hasn't looked great. They have no receivers. Lamar Jackson covered up a lot of their shit, and I think when you don't have Lamar in the picture, 
It's just too hard for that offense to do things. I think Joe, unless Joe Burrow somehow loses this game or the Ravens win it defensively, maybe some lucky turnover, strip sack, pick six. If nothing like that happens, there's no shot the Ravens can win this game. It would take a Herculean defensive performance and an elite rushing game, maybe maybe a deep touchdown that they pull out of their ass with Deshaun Jackson. I don't see it. I think Cincinnati's going to win this game by 10 points. I think they cover the spread. I won't touch the spread, but I think Cincinnati's a great team to tease or throw money. Like, if you want to go Niners, Bills, Bengals, it's still disgusting, right? You're still not... Um, it's it's not terrible, yeah. but yeah, it, it's gotten bad because I think those are the three teams that you're just like, man, I have a tough time seeing them losing, but I don't think the odds minus, minus one six seven. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. I guess you could tease it, and then you have the Bills at minus three and a half. Like the Dolphins, it's not going to be a one score game, so maybe you tease Niners, Bills, and Bengals. Maybe that's the play. Um, but I just think the Bengals are going to dominate. Maybe the Ravens keep it close early, but. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I think there's going to be a dominant win for Cincinnati. Um, maybe throw a T. Higgins or Jamar Chase touchdown, plus 100 for Jamar Chase, plus 165 for T. Higgins. Uh, plus 100 like to... for Jamar Chase. That's not bad at all. Plus 100. And I, Bengals-Bills, man, it's destiny. Bengals-Bills is going to happen next round. That game is meant to be played. Um, so, yeah, I don't think there's there's that much here. Big win for the Bengals. Yeah, uh, Baltimore knows how to keep these fucking games close. It's really fucking frustrating, even with Tyler Huntley um, at the helm. But um, at the end of the day, I do love Cincinnati coming out of this. If you did a three... Um, a three-leg teaser, seven points, Cincinnati minus one and a half, Bills minus six and a half, and Niners minus two and a half, which I think all three of those teams can and will cover. That comes out to plus 20 if you're looking for some value. T. Higgins. Plus 120? Yeah, plus 120 for those three. Seven-point teaser. Or if you want to do the 10-point, get even get even safer and get minus 120, then you that's really – That's not bad at all. It's better than – yeah, so at least Bills three and a half. I think the Bills are going to blow them out. So that way you get the Bengals money line, you get the Niners money line. They both just have to win. You don't have to worry about the points. That's much better. Yeah, because um, minus 167 is just absolutely disgusting. But Higgins, I love T. Higgins to score. He's plus also got the hot hand. Yep. Yeah, oh my God, plus 165. That's insane. That's yeah, juicy. Um, yeah, it is. It is. I hate the over-under because I liked the under going into this, but it's 40 and a half. It's a really low number. Um, I hate rooting for unders too. It's it, it sucks to root for unders. Like I, I hate watching a game and I'm like, I hope this game isn't fun. Like I hope there's no points. Yeah. Like that's not enjoyable. So especially the Sunday night primetime game. Like yeah, it's just yeah, but, yeah. And, and dude, just no Lamar Jackson. Just a kick in the dick as a as a football fan. Um, it is. It is. Yeah. But at least they're gonna they're gonna cap it off nice Monday night. Tommy terrific, forty five year old man, the divorcee going up against. Just the most crippled franchise over the last 25 years when it comes to the playoffs. Mistake after mistake. Dak Prescott can't spike it. Tony Romo botched snap. Like, it's just been ugly for the Cowboys. The Des Bryant overturn play that should have been a catch against the Packers. The Cowboys just find a way to fuck themselves. Dak Prescott looks like shit. That defense hasn't been as good as it was early in the year. And I don't know. Dallas has me worried. But I also watched Tampa because they're in my division. And they were shitty. Like, if what we talked about a little bit on the previous podcast. C.J. Henderson, if we actually have our first and second string corners in that game, we probably beat the Bucs. So the Bucs suck. So it's really a tale of if you get the best version of Dallas, they should blow out Tampa. But if Dallas starts kind of struggling early, close game, low scoring, it's 10-10 it's at half, 13-10 at half. That's when I can see Dallas kind of pulling away with it. I mean, that's when I could see Tampa and Tom Brady doing what he does in second halves of playoff games. And that's why I'm leaning 
Bucks plus three, plus three and a half, taking the points. Um, but I'm still a little bit torn on this game. I'm not a hundred percent set either way. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm confused, dude. Because I am a little confused. A couple weeks ago when the Cowboys destroyed the Vikings and the Colts, like you just felt like, all right, at this point, I said this on the last episode, like just stay where you're at so that you could play the Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. Like it could almost be like a bye week for you guys. The way you guys are playing, the way their defense was looking, the way Dak was looking, even with the interceptions. But now we've reached a point where Dak just doesn't look good anymore. He's leading in interceptions. He's, t- he's tied with who else for interceptions? Um, I, I know that he had. The, I know he had the most interceptions per game because he missed five. But I forget who else was it. Josh, Allen? but I think he's leading. I think he's leading altogether he in interceptions. I think he finished. He finished tied for first, if I'm not mistaken. Um, either way, just not a good conversation for you to be at the top of the interception leaderboard when you missed but, five games. When you but, missed five uh, games, he was, he was tied with Davis Mills. But last year's Super Bowl champion Matt Stafford also tied yes. for the lead in interceptions. That's true. But Matt's Josh Allen but, has 14, one fewer than Dak. So true, true. with the INTs this year. But the Rams didn't look the way the Cowboys no, have been the, looking the toward Rams the end were, of the season. The Rams were getting hot, yes. The Rams were getting hot. The Cowboys have just been too inconsistent. So I'm with you. So gun to your head. When when Monday comes around, I know you're going to bet on one of the two teams. Who I'm, are you I'm th- taking – as, as much criticism as I'm giving to Dallas, I'm still taking them. Okay. Um, I – I don't like Tom Brady. I'm not, I mean, I love Tom Brady for, for who he is for, you know, that's the goat fine, all that. I'm a Giants fan. You know, I'm going to go with. You're facing Tom Brady the Cowboys. Being, the Cowboys yeah. are bigger enemies to Tom, to the Giants than Tom Brady. I don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs anymore. I want the Giants to advance. I want Tom Brady to get out of here. Um, also, yeah, Tom Brady pulls these fucking victories out of his ass in the fourth quarter. We've seen that a couple times uh, over the last few weeks. That scares me, but at two and a half, I'm going to ride with Dallas. I'm going to hope that they get this done. Yeah, get this motherfucker out of here. Um, Mike Evans is heating up. I don't love that. So I'm counting on Dallas's defense to finally lock in. Oh, You're Take counting care on of- Trayvon Diggs, the king of fucking <laughs> jumping routes to guard Mike Evans. I'm t- Mike yes. Evans has a 50-yard touchdown in this game against Dallas because Trayvon so Diggs jumps around. Who'd you say you were taking? I'm taking the Bucks. You're taking the Bucks. I'm taking All the right, Bucks. Then, then the, here comes our first. Uh, this is the only one. I mean, the very yeah, last game. Yeah, there's only real disagreement. I'm gonna say yeah. my reason for taking Tampa is I trust Tom Brady more than Dak Prescott. I still think Tom Brady, even at 45 years old, is better than Dak Prescott. And because yeah. of that, I'm gonna take the points. That's that's all it is. I'm gonna take the points. I'm at home, so I have a home dog playing against a team that just consistently tends to self combust. So I'm gonna bank on Dallas Cowboys doing what the Dallas Cowboys do and choking. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to lean uh, Tommy Terrific and the Bucks. Listen to the fans listening. Uh, go with Raj. All right. Don't listen to the guy who's been in against Tom Brady. That's always on the top of every gambler's rule book. Don't bet against Tom don't, Brady. Don't, don't bet, bet against, against Tom, Tom Brady. Don't bet against Tom Brady. But yeah, I'll yeah. bet against Tom Brady next week. Um, but this week, <laughs> this week, I'm going to bet on Tom just because I do not in any way trust the Dallas. Yeah. Cowboys. This this is this is going to be the real test after last year with. Dak and the uh, not lining up and the quarterback, uh, the 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 rush that just like ended yeah, there. Right. Yeah, but they were gonna f- fuck that. The, the, I think they still would. They still would have fucked that up. Yeah. That was that no, was the to pre- set up the- for overtime, right? That wasn't to win the game, was it? I, I, I think that was. Were they down? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Obviously well, they were down. down they I guess. I think it was the set yeah, up yeah. Anyway, think, was yeah, the- because they weren't even, they weren't close to the end zone. Um, so it had to have been to. To take it, it into overtime, but listen, there's a lot of pressure on them right now. Uh, I think 
there's a decent amount of pressure on Tom Brady, considering the fact that everyone was writing him off. I don't think the pressure is as high on Tom Brady as it is on the fucking Cowboys. They need to get this done. So I'm riding with them. We'll see what happens Monday night. Yeah, we'll see what happens Monday night. So let's go uh, to finish this off. We're going to go Super Bowl prediction, throw out a couple of Super Bowls, a couple of Super Bowl MVPs, most pass yards, most rush yards, most receiving yards. Let's start off Super Bowl MVPs. I wrote down four. Tell me what you think, and then you can give me yours. Josh Allen, plus 550. I think you always got to think about that. I kind of like the Bills. I think I'm leading Bills Niners for the Super Bowl. Christian McCaffrey, which we both like, 18 to 1. Juicy. If the Niners win the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be CMC. If you think the Chargers are going to go on a run, Eckler, with the year he's had, he's 120 to 1. You got to be a little intrigued by that if you want to go with somebody juicy. Stephon Diggs, 30 to 1. I just think he shows up in big games. I could see him being the guy for Buffalo. And if Josh Allen keeps turning the ball over, they probably won't win. But if he does and they still win, maybe Stephon Diggs gets the green light. And you always got to mention Patty Mahomes, plus 410. The thing with Pat Mahomes for me is the Chiefs are plus 330. So if you're going to take Pat Mahomes at that point, just take the Chiefs to win it all. I think that's the better option. Um, but I think those are the four, five that I've circled that I might sprinkle some change on. Biggest ones, I think, Josh Allen and CMC. Yeah, no, those are literally mine. Uh, this morning, I I threw some through twenty on CMC. Um, unfortunately, I locked them in at seventeen to one on DraftKings, so I'm gonna have to jump back in on. I think you're I think you're okay with seventeen and eighteen to one. It's not like and you got on twenty five to one. It all counts. It all counts. But um. I love CMC in this. I mean, he's been the focal point aside from Brock Purdy, which that would be an incredible story for Brock Purdy too, if they were to go into the Super Bowl and win um, outright. But um, but CMC, I mean, he's the guy who's carrying that team the way that he has. You think back to that that uh, his first game, the uh, the three total touchdowns, passing, receiving, and rushing. You could just see him doing something like that in the Super Bowl. It would be like big picture unbelievable comeback for him in terms of, you know, I, you know, I love him for comeback player of the year, but that would be the absolute showcase of that ability. Josh Allen too. I loved the bills going into the season. Um, I love Josh Allen MVP for the regular season up until that went up in flames. So yeah, you can best believe I'm going to throw in some, uh, some action on Josh Allen to win Super Bowl MVP. Um, those are the, those are really my two like high key favorites to get into the Super Bowl, the bills and, um, the Niners. And the Niners. So, yeah, yeah, cool. I, I would, yeah, focus on those two particularly. Cool. Yeah. Bills Niners, by the way, plus 750. I think I locked it in at eight to one on Monday or Tuesday. So it's dropping a little bit. People like those odds. Um, So I'll run down these quickly. Most passing yards, Justin Herbert, 16 to one. I just think he's the one with the best value. If the Chargers make a run, that's where I would, uh, that's what I would circle. Joe Mixon, most rushing yards. If you like the Bengals to make a run, he's almost 10 to 1. If they do make that run, I do think he'll carve up some yards um, if they make a run to the Super Bowl like they did last year. And receiving yards, me and you, well, I liked Ayuk 19 to 1. You like Kittle 17 to 1. The Niners have definitely unleashed George Kittle, which is why I'll mention again three of the last four games, he's had two touchdowns. He is 9 to 1 to have three touchdowns, I mean, two touchdowns, three touchdowns, wow, two touchdowns on a Saturday afternoon. So I think that's something that I'm probably going to sprinkle some money on. Um, do you have a rundown of your favorite pass rush and receiving? Receiving George Kittle. That's why I, uh, who I had lined up 17 to one on FanDuel. Like um, yeah, Purdy loves passing him. They have this awesome relationship. They have this great chemistry together. Like I said before, he's 
he's lighting up now ever since George, uh, ever since Brock Purdy got onto the scene. Um, and if you like the Niners to make a deep run, then yeah, absolutely. You got to go with Kittle. I love your IU pick as well, but um, George Kittle is who I just think has the, the hotter hand. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely going to throw uh, on him. One other prop that I wanted to uh, focus on real quick, um, going back away from the playoff, uh, from the player props, weekly specials for this week, Lowest scoring team, Miami at three to one. I feel like that's such a good, like that's decent value considering we only saw Miami score two field goals last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, going against, yeah. Going against I can see defense. Seattle falling on their face too, maybe. But yeah, I think Miami three to one is, is, is juicy enough to make it interesting for the team with definitely the worst quarterback yeah. playing on, on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. So yeah. Yeah. Cause the one thing that scares as much as, Seahawks at four to one against Niners defense is absolutely is absolutely good value considering how good the Niners defense is. I'm still scared of Tyler Lock and I'm still scared of DK Metcalf and Geno Smith. So um yeah, I'm, they, have I'm couple, they, they have this. a they have a couple of, well Miami has more weapons at receiver, but I trust Geno Smith a hell of a lot more than I trust yeah, Skyler exactly, Thompson. Exactly than Skylar Thompson. Exactly. I'm with you on that. So like I said, Bills Niners plus seven fifty. If you want to go, if you want to go more talk, Kansas City against the Niners plus six fifty. Kansas City versus Philly, plus 550 if you're going complete chalk. A sleeper one I like, rematch of Super Bowl in 1994, Chargers-Niners, 35-1, to Chargers-Eagles, 30-1. to And then to top off one last one that I guess if we can get a little crazy, Bengals-Cowboys, 31-1. to um, Just throwing out some flyers, but if I'm circling one, I'm going to circle Bills-Niners at plus 750. And the Mike Williams thing honestly does make me not like this as much, but Chargers Eagles 30 to one is another one that I still think is, is a little bit intriguing for Super Bowl. Great. Don't laugh at me, but I took, uh, I threw $10 today on Chargers, not uh, Chargers Giants, <laughs> 290 to 290 yeah. to one. <laughs> Why not dude? Like, 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 uh, what you said, you threw how much? Ten dollars. Yeah. Who cares if you, you're going to lose 10 bucks anyways, but it's not a big deal. You could have, you know, I do that so, in half a drink at the bar. Exactly. <laughs> Drinks are getting expensive, man. That's why. That's why I don't even like going out as much anymore. I know maybe it's because I'm also getting old. But dude, love the love the picks. Excited for the weekend. Um, so biggest bet for the weekend for me: Chargers Bills money line minus one twelve. Love tied at half for Giants Vikings as a sleeper pick. I'm still gonna ride with the Giants plus three and a half. Um, and something else that I like too. I took a little parlay. Give me Giants first half. With Cowboys first half, Bucks tend to start off slow. Vikings tend to start off slow. Want to come back in the games? A little NFC East parlay for first half. What's the juice on that? Uh, I think it's like plus two thirty or something like that. Nice. If you take them with, with, I'm taking them with the points. I'm not taking the money line. I'm just taking them plus two, plus one. I didn't take the money line that way. If they tie, I can hit both because you know, like I said, we're taking a probably fat. Honestly, I might go thirty or forty each. On tight at half for Minnesota Giants, get a little fucking wild out here. So, okay. I'm sure we'll take some SGPs. We'll combine on some beautiful bets for the weekend, and uh, hopefully make some money. Tied Giants twenty three to one. Tied Minnesota twenty two to one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> Rock solid. We got less than a minute, so this was perfect timing. Great, great picks. We'll uh, recap this maybe next week. Maybe I'll be a, maybe I'll actually record again. Right, two in a row. Would that be crazy? Dude, that'd be awesome. I'm, I'm all awesome. for it. I'm, I'm all excited. for it. Wild card weekend, baby. Let's go. Don't bet money you don't have.
unless you feel really good about it. Right. Then maybe it's okay. That's, that's good life advice, Raj. Moving forwards, all I'm 